Have you ever felt like your hard work and accomplishments are going unnoticed? Maybe you find yourself consistently prioritizing the needs of others only to find yourself feeling like your own needs are unseen and unheard. Maybe you find yourself fading into the background and you really want to reclaim your visibility and worth. In this episode, I am going to discuss this phenomenon of invisibility that many high achievers experience. This seems like the opposite of what we might expect, that we might expect that people that are achieving and have high levels of success are very visible, but oftentimes it's incredibly common, especially for women, to feel like their work is not seen or valued by others. And so we're going to examine this phenomenon. We're going to look at some of the underlying structures and some of the indicators of invisibility. And I'm going to try to shed light on some of these challenges that are faced by women in feeling seen or feeling acknowledged and offer you some practical strategies for how you can address this barrier. I want you to reclaim your visibility. I want you to assert your worth and I want you to thrive in both your personal and professional lives. So let's do this. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If so, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict, and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals, playfully and lightly. Let's get started. Hey all, before we jump into things, I just want to invite you to jump over to Facebook and join the Plan Go Plan community. There is an amazing group of women that are part of this community. Introduce yourselves, tell me what your favorite pin is, surround yourself with other people. It is a community where I feel like your contributions will be valued and will be seen, and I would love to be able to connect you there. As we jump into our discussion today, I want to know like how many of you struggle balancing your career aspirations with your family responsibilities. I know that I do. Maybe your days are a whirlwind of activity. And in fact, maybe that's why you came to this podcast, that you're looking for some ways to lighten your load. You're looking for some ways to organize your time more effectively because you're bouncing from here to there to here to there and you need some reprieve. Maybe your mornings feel incredibly rushed. You're trying to get your kids ready for school. And then at night, after you put your kids to bed, you have to rush to answer a few late night emails. I want you to imagine for a moment the story of Sarah. And if you see any of yourself in Sarah's story. So Sarah is a high achieving working mom. And at work, Sarah is the go-to person for problem solving. She gets things done. Her colleagues admire her efficiency. They admire her ability to handle any challenge with grace and poise. And despite all of this, there's ways that Sarah just feels unacknowledged. Despite all of this, there's ways that Sarah just can't shake this feeling of like not being fully seen, not being fully acknowledged. She thinks that people value her, but you know, she's not really sure. In meetings, Sarah's voice is often drowned out by louder, more assertive colleagues, and they seem to just effortlessly command attention. 
but she feels like she's just shrinking into the background, that her ideas and her insights are going unnoticed and unacknowledged. She kind of just feels like a silent observer rather than an active participant. At home, Sarah's dedication is praised by her family, but she feels exhausted and lonely and she doesn't feel like her family sees her in the way that she sees them. She feels appreciated by them, but she doesn't know that they fully understand the extent to which she's sacrificing herself day in and day out. At night, when she tucks her kids into bed, despite all of her accomplishments, despite all the hats that she wears, she feels unseen, unheard. She feels like a shadow of the person that she once was. Do any of you relate to this? I first learned about this barrier, this invisibility that women face, both in the workplace and at home, through Dr. Claire Zamet's work. And she talks about three of the biggest barriers that impact women's ability to step fully into their potential. And the number one barrier is invisibility. So this phenomenon of invisibility that is really unique to women and In fact, for women of color, women in other marginalized positions, this feeling, this barrier might be even more intense for them. If you are someone who has a high capacity for insight, empathy, perception, and discernment, this might be a barrier that you face. You might be wonderful at giving other people attention. You might be described as someone that when other people are in your presence, they feel really seen. You might have a high capacity for awareness when it comes to other people, but not necessarily for yourself. Or you might expect other people, I don't know if you've ever gone through this where you're like, hey, what I'm going through, how I feel right now is like so obvious to me. It should be so obvious to you. Why aren't you recognizing that I'm going through this? So so if this sounds like you, I want to first commend you that you possess a deep capacity to see what is invisible. You have an ability to hear what's not being spoken. And again, I just want to give a shout out to Dr. Claire Zamet. Much of what I'm sharing with you is from her work. I've talked about this in other episodes that I really want us to pull away from this language of, is this a strength or a weakness? Rather for us to see that these are things about ourselves that can serve us at times and can also hinder us. So having the ability to be incredibly perceptive of other people and other people's needs is such a strength. But where this can hurt us is when we are disconnected from our own feelings and our own desires, when we put so much into others that we're disappearing ourselves, when our own needs and fulfillment are rarely being met, then it's time for us to intervene. So if you set some goals at the start of year 2024, and you feel like you're really struggling to make those goals happen, you're struggling to make habits stick, I want you to reflect and think if this invisibility barrier is getting in your way, that you might have patterns of tending so much to other people's needs that to create the habits that you need to be fulfilled and cared for in your life aren't being tended to. So when we are dealing with this, we need to have practices that will invite us to become aware of our feelings, needs, and desires. We need to build a capacity for asking people for what we need in a way that is supported and received. 
rather than us just expecting other people to know what it is that we need, we need to find ways to presence ourselves and ask for those things. So how do you create a skill of presencing? How do you generate visibility? How do you learn to identify and express your feelings and your needs? And can you do that in a way that inspires others to meet those needs? When I talk about creating a planning ritual, I'm really adamant that when we sit down and plan, that reflecting and journaling needs to be a key part of it. To set aside time where you can reconnect with yourself and learn about yourself so that you have a clear understanding of your needs and then thinking about how have I communicated my needs to others? Are there ways that I could ask for what it is that I need in different ways? When I'm in a meeting at work, are there ways that when an idea pops into my head, I can presence myself? Are there ways that I can share that idea with others in a way that is supported and received? by reframing what it is that I have to say. I remember shortly after having kids, my husband and I really had to learn how to parent together. We'd been married for 10 years before we had kids, and it was, it was a real shock to have to learn how to navigate all of the parenting stuff while also learning to be parents, but also how do we learn to be parents together and with each other. And I was so depleted. And I was doing so much work. And I remember getting into this cycle where I would be so tired and I would be so exhausted and I'd be doing so much that if I did ask for any help, I'd kind of like lash out and ask for help. You know, I'd be like, hey, do this for me. You know, like it'd be really demanding. It'd be probably not in the nicest tone. And if my husband Ryan would do that thing, which he often would, Even though maybe he was doing some of the things that I was asking him to, I was feeling resentful that I was having to ask, and he was feeling resentful that I was barking at him all of the time, nagging. And at some point, I think that I realized that we needed to learn how to communicate with each other differently. That one, I needed to put into practice some ways of caring for myself so that I wasn't so exhausted and working from this place of deep frustration and exhaustion. I wasn't my best self. So I needed to learn how to ask for help. I needed to learn how to carve out space and time for myself. And when I did ask for help, I needed to do it from a space where I was really inviting the other person to listen and to respond and to think, you know, how would I want to be asked and how can I ask in a way that invites them to see me and understand me and recognize what it is that I'm going through. And I can't do that if I come at that from a place of accusation, a place of resentment. And at work, I know that there are a lot of times where I felt like my work wasn't seen and my work wasn't recognized, rather than maybe showing up and being the colleague that people would want to work with. So I want us to go back to my friend Sarah here for a moment. And I want you to imagine that she's had an epiphany, that she's decided to commit to finding internal validation and internal recognition and to act from that space, from a space where she believes deeply in herself and her value. And so when she asks for requests, she can do that from a space where she doesn't feel vulnerable because she already knows that she's worthy. 
So let's imagine that Sarah, after this epiphany, decides she's going to make a conscious effort to presence her visibility wherever she goes. She's going to speak up in meetings. She's going to share her ideas and her insights. She's going to carve out time for herself. Even when daily life feels a little bit chaotic, she's going to make that time for self-care and self-reflection. And slowly, over time, Sarah begins to emerge from the shadows. She's no longer invisible, but a beacon of light and inspiration to those around her. She's no longer content to fade into the background. She's going to embrace her visibility with open arms. She's going to know that her presence matters, not just to others, but to herself as well. So as we conclude today's episode, I want you to think about Sarah and Sarah's journey, as well as many of the other high-achieving women who, like Sarah, grapple with the invisible barriers that stand in the way of our success. If that's you, welcome. I see you. I know how hard you're working. Your work is incredibly valuable. Feeling unseen and feeling unheard hurts. And it has a profound impact on our feeling of worth and fulfillment. That being said, just as Sarah discovered the power within herself to reclaim her visibility and worth, so too can you. I invite you to recognize that your value does not come from other people. It comes from love and strength that resides deep within you, and you can rewrite the narrative of your own life. You can. It starts with small steps, like speaking up in meetings, prioritizing self-care, and setting boundaries that honor your needs and aspirations. Remember that you're not alone. You have an amazing support network. It might be your friends. It might be your family. It might be your mentors, your coworkers. Also, Join the Facebook community at Plan Goal Plan. Let us be your support network as well. Lean on us for guidance and encouragement. And together, let's embrace our visibility and empower each other to shine brightly in every aspect of our lives. Because when we recognize our worth and assert our presence with confidence, we pave the way for a future where all high-achieving women are seen, heard, and celebrated for the incredible contributions they make to the world. I see you. I value you. I wish for you the ability to embrace visibility and to keep striving for the greatness that lies within you. Be well, my friends. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.